Hello, hello. We are back. HFT bets. This episode going to be all about NFL Week 4. Really exciting Week 3. Not. There were a lot of really bad games. I mean, low scoring, just absolutely abysmal week of football. Some exciting things to come out from it. So we'll talk about the good things, the highlights. But really just not a fun week of NFL if if you watched it at all. But let's get into some of the games. Some things that were interesting. Um, A lot of people are blaming Mitch Trubisky on the Pittsburgh Steelers for their loss against the Cleveland Browns. I don't think you can do that at all whatsoever. I think this is a terrible play calling by the offense. The fact that Mitch isn't throwing more is absolutely insane because Mitch is throwing at a decent completion rate with over 200 yards in this game. They're not utilizing him. They're trying to rush the ball for Najee Harris every five seconds, right? Um, You know, you look at the stats on this. Najee Harris has 15 carries. That's a lot of carries. And a lot of times they were getting three and outs because they were just boom, 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 getting the ball. And Cleveland Browns had the possession time for most of the time. Of course, they were going to win there. And the defense kind of didn't hold up there in the end. I think the Pittsburgh Steelers could have won this game. I mean, it's not like the Cleveland Browns have anything amazing. I know they're going to have a couple of injuries here coming up in the few games. I think Miles Garrett got in a car accident. I mean, this is going to be a weird team. The Pittsburgh Steelers, they want to blame Mitch and throw in Kenny, but that's not the problem. The problem here is the play calling and the coaching. I'm, I'm very shocked by this. Um, and the under barely didn't hit. Um, I think a lot of people were on the under. I did not give out a pick in this game. So... Um, Shame there, but let's talk about Sunday. A lot of a lot of interesting games happening on Sunday. The Patriots' offense finally showing some life. Uh, they were able to score twenty six against the Ravens, but the Ravens just they had way too much on them in the beginning. And uh, I think you know towards the end, the defense kind of just gave out, and the Ravens were able to score some points. Mark Andrews, Lamar Jackson combo is going to be very insane. People are definitely not looking at that hard enough their defense does suck though um their defense is not the best but the ravens winning out i thought the patriots would win this game at home and surprise the world but i think you know mac jones is now injured this is just not a good look for the patriots um their their season might be over here um the baltimore ravens needed this win they needed to show some life i don't know that they're going to be able to compete on the same level as a lot of other teams but oh whatever the lions i gave you the lions at plus six and they almost win this game outright. Um, They were up 24-14, and somehow they let Kirk Cousins do something. Uh, Lions should have won this game. Minnesota did not deserve this game. Lions were in control the whole time. Um, So people are going to be talking about, oh, you know, Lions just doing their thing, coming back from behind. No, they were ahead for a lot of this game. Um, And so you need to, that's a team that you need to be looking at as a potential, you know, lower end of the bracket playoff contender um the minnesota vikings barely barely make it through here dalvin cook gets out early not great for for a lot of fantasy owners out there but um you know they they pull out the win the vikings look like they're going to be okay carolina panthers and the saints i gave you the panthers um i thought that they were finally going to have this breakout game that they needed their defense finally showed defense did a great job um we scored a touchdown Jameis winston not looking so hot 
Uh, it looks like this offense is really going to have a tough time. Uh, Jameis throws two interceptions that really hurt them. Um, and they try to run the ball a lot. I mean, it's just low scoring, not a pretty game. But the Panthers come out on top. Baker's starting to look a little bit better. I mean, his stats don't really show it. He, you know, throws under 50%. But, you know, that offensive line has not done him any favors. I mean, the guy gets sacked, you know, three times. Even though his release on the ball isn't that terrible. It's just not a good position for Baker. Um, that offensive line, if it can figure things out, I think this Panthers team is a lot better than people think. Next game, Bears and Texans. Uh, no one gives a shit about this game. The Chiefs and the Colts game, though, I gave you Colts plus five and a half. Easy. Easy money. I mean, that was just stealing because the Colts had scored zero the week before. Coming back home, they were getting ready for this game. They wanted to beat the Chiefs. They wanted to make a statement, and they did. Their defense held up. They did not show any sort of weakness on the defensive side of the ball. Patrick Mahomes uh, did not have a good night. Um, they they tried to rush the ball. It was just not. They weren't able to. There was a lot of problems with this entire squad on the offensive side of the Chiefs' ball, and they're finally starting to see the pains of not having that Tyreek Hill to to strengthen, you know, lengthen the field out. I mean, Travis Kelsey, if that's your only guy, you double-team him, you're done. And that's exactly what the Colts did. So the Colts did very well on that front. They were able to make a nice game-winning drive there at the end. Uh, Matt Ryan finally showing some life, 27-37, so in 222 yards, no interceptions. I would say those are fairly good stats. We're starting to see a little bit of the older Matt Ryan. Um, Still probably could have done a little bit better on the offensive end, but regardless. Uh, the Eagles and the Commanders, I did not give out um, a pick in this game, but the the Eagles are still looking dominant. Their defense really showed in this game. Um, I said that the under would be something to look at here. It's exactly what hit. Uh, the Bills and Dolphins, Dolphins making a nice little uh, victory here over the Bills, showing that the Bills are, in fact, human. Um, I think a lot of people were really quick to crown the Bills. I was not. I was, I was hesitant because I know that there are Big game situations where they do not do well. I also think that Miami is just a hard place to play. I mean, anyone who goes down and plays in Miami, they're going to have a hard time. Tua looked decent. I'm not willing to give Tua the the crown either. I think that people are throwing a lot at him that I don't think he deserves. He threw 18 passes. Dude threw 18 passes. Why are we crowning him? This was not a... This is not a game that's won by the offense here. This is a game that's won by the defense. Defense had, what, a fumble close to the end zone and uh, and, a, and several picks? I mean, the Dolphins' defense is what should be getting all the credit here, not the offense. And I think that's going to play this week when they absolutely get destroyed by the Bengals, which we'll talk about later. Bengals win big against the Jets. I had the Bengals minus six here. Uh, they needed this win. Um, the offense finally showing some life. 27 points to Jets 12. Um, not like the Jets had too much of an offense, but they did score 30 on, 31 on the Browns. So they showed a little bit of life on the defensive end as well. Titans and Raiders. Uh, not too interesting of a game, although the Raiders being 0-3 to start is just... You got to feel for them. I mean, you have such a great offense, a lot of weapons, and you're not able to pull it out. And that's just, it's really sad. It's really sad to see. And I'm not sure what the, the move here is. You know, you've got Derek Carr, who's barely throwing 50%. I mean, he threw 300 yards. He has one interception, but he's 26 of 44. That completion rate needs to go up. A lot of key drops here that just shouldn't be happening. Um, some interesting play calling. And I'm a Josh McDaniels guy. 
Um, I think he needs to figure out a way to turn this team around. Jacksonville beating the Chargers. I gave you Jacksonville money line. This was one of the easiest picks in the world. Um, You've got a fairly injured Chargers team and the Jaguars with Doug Peterson, who really are an amazing team on both sides of the ball. I mean, really well-rounded. Their defense was able to lock down the Chargers very, very well. And the offense, you've got ETN back and healthy, finally showing a little bit of the action that we wanted to see from him. Um, showed why he's been a top running back since his freshman year of college. Him and, and and Trevor Lawrence having that great chemistry really helped out as well. I mean, they they were on top of things. There was no confusion. They had a little bit of tempo that they were playing with. Doug Peterson was going it for it on fourths. He trusts his team. There's confidence. This is going to be a really, really good team to watch. I mean, Jacksonville may be back. If you think about the offensive side, they haven't scored less than 20 points in any of the games. That's very new from last season, right? So they've got some offense, and the defense is starting to show some life too. I mean, they had that one game where they lose in Washington early on. Um, but I think that you know this is this is a time where they can pivot and start making some runs. Um, Falcons and Seahawks game again. Mariota looking decent. Uh, the Falcons showing some life, winning this game. Um, I say Mariota, Mariota looking decent just because like he is such a good dual threat. I mean the original, I mean the OG of the modern era when it comes to running and throwing the ball. Um, not including guys like Michael Vick and stuff, but like I'm talking about in the last ten years, Mariota has been one of those guys. So um, opening up the offense a little bit and beating up the Seahawks, that was good for them. Also, the Falcons' run game is, is fairly legit. So um, you've got some absolute beasts in like Cordell Patterson who rushed for 141 yards. Rams beating the Cardinals. I gave you the Rams minus 3.5. I mean, this was another easy one, the defense going in. The Cardinals suck at home. Not sure why. They're way better away than they are at home. Um, so, you know, you got to give it to... Uh, the Rams here in their defense, they just needed this win after, um, you know, they had a close one last week against the Falcons, starting off on a rough 2-1 and one for the Rams. But uh, this was an easy win for them. The next one, Packers and Bucks. The under was a very easy play here. Um, the Bucks defense is probably the best in the NFL at this point, and uh, their offense needs some some pieces to be moved. Um, they, they're, they're really struggling on the offensive end. But they were able to make a winning drive there at the end. It almost looked like they were going to have a comeback period. Uh, Rodgers didn't look too bad through one interception, but kind of a throwaway. Tom Brady's completion percentages are fine, and his yards are good too. I mean, it's not Tom Brady's fault that they're losing. There's some bad route running that was happening. Um, they were trying to give too much. Uh, you know, They weren't making any plays on the running game. So it was just an easy way to lock down on the, on the defensive end for for the Packers. And then the Broncos somehow miraculously winning this game against San Francisco. What a boring, boring game. I mean, one of the worst games I've ever watched. 11 to 10 finish. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't step out in that, that, that sideline. They probably win this game. I mean, they do win this game because, you know, they win, they lose by one point, obviously. Um, I think the 49ers defense though is fairly legit which is good, good news for the Broncos. I mean, the Broncos are booing, booing Russell Wilson. They're like, we've, they haven't scored more than 16 points in a game. That's pretty bad, considering you've got who a lot of people consider a top five QB. But we'll see. I think that's going to change soon, hopefully, uh, for them. And then the Cowboys giving, you know, being the Giants, I, I gave you the Cowboys. Um, 
money line when they were underdogs in this game. Cooper Rush looked fantastic, um, really showing some life for this Cowboys offense. Not saying he's phenomenal, um, but he did look good in this game. Pollard is a better running back than Ezekiel Elliott. That's just a fact at this point. So a lot of cool stuff in week three, but let's talk about week four. We got the Dolphins going to Bengals territory in Cincinnati. Uh, Bengals favored here by four. I love Bengals minus four here. A lot of people, I bet you 80% of the money is going to be on the Dolphins. The Bengals here are going to show that they are a better team. They are a better team because one, they do have a great defensive side. They're going to make to a struggle, but also their offense will be back. They will be the offense of the Cincinnati Bengals that we've kind of loved from last year. Um, I think Joe Burrow's got his head in the game now. I think that the, the hangover from last year is over. And so the Cincinnati, this is a must win for them because if they start one and three, this is going to be a really difficult thing for them. I also think it's going to be an under 47. I think that Cincinnati is going to score in a high 20s. I don't know if the Dolphins will score over 20 points here. I don't think that they will. So I'm going to go with the under 47, Cincinnati minus four. Next game, we've got the Patriots and the Packers. Uh, Mac Jones, like I said, probably on an injury. So it's going to be difficult to see, you know, is Brian Hoare going to play? Is, you know, Bailey Zappi going to play? Regardless, I actually like Bailey Zappi. If he plays, I'm going to be more interested in this game because I think he has great potential. Obviously, holds the record now in the NCAAF for most touchdowns and most passing yards in a single season, uh, beating Trevor Lawrence's records. So I'm going to be interested to see. Played for West Kentucky. You know, we saw Mike White game last year. People were shocked with Mike White's numbers. Um, Patriots are good on the defensive side of the ball, too. Um, You know, despite letting it up in the last, you know, whatever part of the game, they did, you know, hold the Ravens fairly decent, considering the Ravens had the ball the entire time in the the first game, or in in the game in on Sunday. So I, I think that the Patriots defense doesn't get as much credit as people are willing to give it. So I'm going to go with the under in this actually. So uh, the under is 40 right now. I think under in the Patriots Packers is a very good number, very easy number to hit. Um, and I'm, you'll have to stay updated. Subscribe to the Patreon if you want the side pick. I have a fairly confident pick on the side pick too. Next one we've got is uh, Vikings and Saints. This is is a weird game. I mean, Vikings only favored by two and a half. I think that's fair considering they've kind of been struggling in the past few weeks. Um, And you're going into Saints territory. Saints coming off a loss. A lot of things not pointing into the favor of the Vikings. But you know what? I'm going to take the over. 43 and a half. I think that's a little low. Um, the model shows this should be a lot lower actually. And the reason it's not going to be is because, um, the saints are going to have to have some sort of, uh, play here in order to, they're going to throw the ball more. They're probably going to have to trust Winston here. Um, now that we've confirmed that his back problems, quote unquote, aren't actually that back. Um, and regardless, I think the Vikings will have to throw here. Dalvin Cook coming off injury. They're not going to give him too much of the ball. And I think they'll be able to get some good passing in. Not that Saints defense isn't that good, but if you let Carolina score 22 points, gotta say, um, this looks like, uh, this looks like a game that could be like a 24, 20, which gets you over. So going with over 43 and a half. Next game, Chargers and Texans. I like the Chargers here to bounce back after the loss. Um, I'm not sure that the I'm not and I'm not I might have to switch my pick here so this is going to be a very cautious Chargers minus five um, because Herbert is injured they have a lot of injuries on the defense 
the Texans can hold the ball close. Um, but I just, I, I, the Mills magic looked good at first. I'm, I'm not buying it anymore. Um, after that Bears game, I mean, the Bears are atrocious. And yeah, they're scrappy, but this this is not going to be close. I think the Chargers will will have to play here. They know that their season's on the line uh, now that they are one and two. So, you know, they'll, the guys will step up. Derwin James will have to step up on the defensive side. Next game, Bears and Giants. Um, I like the under, or no, I'm not going to give my over under. Actually, I'm going to go with uh, Giants minus three versus the Bears. Um, I think that the Giants here, on a home game, are going to be a little bit disappointed after the Dallas performance. I think their defense here is what's going to shine, though. I don't think Justin Fields is any good. I think that they're going to shut down the Chicago Bears' run game, and I think they'll be able to run the ball, honestly, down Chicago's throat. So um, I'm, I'm going to take the Giants minus three at home. Next game, we've got the Seahawks and Lions. This line's moved dramatically already. The line came out today, and uh, now it's see it was it was Detroit minus six and a half. Now it's Detroit minus four and a half. I love that even more. I know the line's moving in one direction, but I love Detroit minus four and a half here. Um, they really need this win. They are one piece away from really being a top contender. I don't think the Seahawks are going to be able to replicate their performance. I know Geno's been trying to throw more, and he's got a great com- completion percentage, but it's all checkdowns. And I think the Lions' grit. And the way they play defense, and they're a very physical team, I don't think that they're going to let checkdowns ruin them. And so I'm going to take the Lions minus four and a half here. I love their offense. They're one of the highest scoring offenses in the league. I'm going to take them. Next one, we got Jaguars and Eagles. This is going to be a game of who's real. If the Jaguars somehow make this close or, or look legit in this game, then they're for real. And they will compete and probably be one of the better teams in the AFC South. If they don't look good here, and if the Eagles completely demolish them, I think that's going to say that the Eagles are going to be a top Super Bowl contender in the NFC. In the NFC, so the Eagles here are favored by six and a half. I'm going to take the Jaguars. I'm going to take the Jaguars to go in and, and fuck some shit up, upset the world. Not say I'm not going to take the money line just yet, but I like the plus six and a half. It seems like a lot of points. I know the Eagles are favored here at home. Give them three points. That's basically saying the Eagles are three point favorites. I don't know. Smells smells fishy to me. I like the Jags here. Um, next one, we got Jets and Steelers. I love the Steelers minus three and a half. I think Mitch is good quarterback. I think anyone who says otherwise is not watching the games or has some sort of bias against him. And maybe I have a little bit of a bias for him. I'm willing to admit that. But the Steelers here have an elite defense. They're playing at home. This is a must-win game for their season. They win against the Bengals. That's huge, right? Cuts any tiebreakers and gives them a good start. The past two losses are not their quarterback's fault. I'm just going to say it's not their quarterback's fault. I think they're going to change the play calling here. They're going to have to. If they don't, they probably win this game by a little bit. But the Steelers at minus three and a half, that makes no sense. I'm going to take it. I think they win this game by a touchdown or more. Their defense is going to hold them up here. The Jets don't really have anything going for them. Next game, we got the Browns and the Falcons. Seems like a rat line. Cleveland going into Atlanta, one and a half point favorites. And I know that the Browns just beat up on you know the, the Steelers, and I know that the Browns are are confident in Jacoby Brissett. I'm a Jacoby Brissett guy. I like him. I'm not confident though in their defense because the Falcons have scored 25 points on the Rams, good team, good defense, and scored 27 points last week against the Seattle Seahawks, also a decent defense. So 
I think it's not unrealistic to say the Falcons score 27 in this game. And I don't know if the Browns are going to be able to score that. So I'm going to take the Falcons money line here as an underdog. I'm also going to take the over 49 and a half to cover myself because I don't think you can lose both. Falcons are very, very scrappy this year. They've got a great run game and they're they're just able to figure things out in situations that don't look good for them. So I'm going to take Falcons money line and the over 49 and a half. I think you can definitely win both. I don't think you can lose both. I, I think you, it's possible you can win both. You can definitely win one and you won't lose both. That's what, that's what my logic is here. Next one is the next one. I will, well, Titans and Colts. I'm not going to give a side on this game. I think it'll be interesting to see whether or not the Colts can make something happen. The Titans got a must win uh, to not start 0-3, but if they lose this game, do we start talking about the Titans not making the playoffs? They were number one seed last year. Something's not right. I mean, Tannehill doesn't look good. He's obviously a problem. But Derrick Henry's not showing the production he has in the past. I mean, this is just a weird Titans team. Their defense kind of sucks. Um, the Colts are going to have to roll. They're minus three and a half here. I think a lot of people are going to be taking it. So if I had to choose, I'd say plus three and a half. I think that this is probably a field goal game. I don't know if Titans win this outright. If I had to choose, though, I'd say don't bet this game. Don't bet this game. This is a very odd game. You're going to learn a lot about these two teams here. Next one, Dallas and the Commanders. Dallas favored by three points here. I think this is probably because the Commanders are coming off a loss and we're waking up for this game. Whatever it is, I don't really care. I think that Dallas wins this game outright. I think that the Dallas minus three is easy. Um, I'm going to go with that. I think that they're going to come out and fight. I'm also going to take the under 42. I think Dallas's defense is very underrated. Uh, I think a lot of people, you know, they were talking about Diggs last year. Oh, you know, he lets a lot of, you know, he gets burned a lot, even though he has a lot of interceptions. I think you're going to start to see this rush defense is something that people are scared of. Um, and that's exactly why they were able to beat the Giants. Even though Saquon Barkley, you know, Barkley is a monster, they were able to contain it enough to, to keep the points low. So I'm going to take the uh, Cowboys here and the under. I just I don't see Washington being able to have a good season. I think they've lost, you know, confidence in the quarterback. Um, you know, Ron Rivera came out and said that, you know, basically the last game was all on Carson Wentz. He said, quote, he could have played better, could play a lot better, but I don't know. I think that the Cowboys are going to be a little bit, they have a lot of the pieces. Dak has been a problem. I was a big Cooper Rush guy. I had you give the, the minus one to the Cowboys when they went away. I think minus three at home seems a little ridiculous. Going to give it to them. Next one, we got Bills and Ravens. This is in Baltimore. Man, what a game. This could be a really fun game to watch. Um, I think that the over 51 and a half looks very, very good. Um, so good that my, my model says it should be a lot higher that I'm going to actually go under here. I think that the defense of the Bills is going to try to shine. Um, they're going to have to fight, figure out a way to stop stop plays here. I think Von Miller is going to put a lot of pressure on Lamar Jackson. We're going to start to have one of those fluke games where Lamar Jackson just can't throw. Um, I'm not high on Lamar Jackson as a thrower. He can run. I give him that, but I'm, I'm going to say under on this game. I can see this being kind of a grittier game, maybe like a 27-20 kind of game, 27-24, uh, but I don't see this being a multi, you know, I don't know. This is not going to be a shootout. Next one, we got Panthers and Cardinals. Panthers favored by two. I like the Panthers minus two. Line doesn't make any sense. I'm going to just go with my gut. 
uh, here and what the, the model says. Model says the Cardinals should be favored in this game. Um, I'm going to give it to the Panthers, minus two at home. Their defense is going to shine. It's going to make Kyler Murray look like a bitch. It's going to be a really rough game to watch. I don't like the uh, I like I don't like the over in this game at all. I think Kyler Murray is going to like really. I mean, he's going to try to run his way out of things. I just don't think that's going to happen. J.C. Horn's going to shut him down. I'm going to take the Panthers minus two. Baker shows a little bit of life here. They get their second win. Next one, we got the Raiders and the Broncos. Raiders after three losses somehow favored in this game. I know that you know obviously it's at home. The Broncos haven't showed any offense. I'm going to take the Raiders minus two and a half. And this is the last time. If the Raiders lose this game, I'm done. I'm done believing in them. This is a must win. If the Raiders do not win this game, it is over. They are dead. They will have to wait until next year. But minus two and a half is ridiculous. They should be they should be underdogs in this game. Next one. We've got the Tampa Bay Bucks at home against the Chiefs. Chiefs favored by two here. Another line that doesn't make a lot of sense. Bucks coming off a loss. I'm thinking that what happened here is their their team is getting ready for this game. That they were overlooking Green Bay and they were getting ready for this game. And I think Tom Brady's got a lot that he wants to prove against Patrick Mahomes because that seems to be the guy they like to compare him to. I know they like like to compare him to Rodgers, but his record on Rodgers is already set. I mean, no one's questioning that. They're, t- they're talking about the new guy. And Brady is basically undefeated against Mahomes in, in games that matter. I think this is a game that matters, at least to him. I'm taking the Bucks money line. I think they win this game outright. I'm also taking um, the Chiefs total under. I think that the defense of the Bucks is going to hold up and really wreck this this Kansas City offense. Really show them how weak they are. They're going to be smart. Realize that they can't play downfield unless they're on Travis Kelsey. Double team him downfield and then just pack the box and give the pressure to Mahomes. See if he can make some magic. Still, I don't think he can because Mahomes. I think has been the most overrated guy in the world. He's good. He makes plays. He makes a lot of stupid plays. He's not a smart quarterback. He has talent. He has athletic ability. He is not a smart quarterback. That's my personal opinion. Argue with me on it. And then finally, we got the Rams and the 49ers. Uh, I'm taking San Fran minus two and a half here. I think that their offense at home will be better. Um, I think that they you know, had a rough game here. Jimmy G is a winner, and I don't like the Rams coming in as an underdog. I'm going to take the uh, San Fran minus two and a half. Shanahan really does. He has the. He's got the number of of uh, Sean McVay. He's got his number. So I'm going to take uh, the 49ers minus two and a half here, and that is it for Week Four of the NFL. Best of luck for your teams. Best of luck for your bets. Um, follow the Instagram. Follow the Twitter at HFT Bets. Patreon support it and get the conversation started get it going all right i'm i'm trying to get the conversations going but uh would love to interact with people get their thoughts on some of these games we need we need to band together talk about our picks so that way we don't do stupid things uh you know you watch my back i watch yours and that's what this is for so uh that's it for this week's episode i'm going to put out the college football one out in a little bit and that will be that see you soon